This is not a military takeover. Stand by for action. Anything can happen in the next hour. It's Friday, it's 11 o'clock, and it's time for the Paranoid Squirrel Rock Show. With your host, Armitage. It's a slow shot now about politicians. You like politicians, don't you? No. Neither do I, the lying, thieving bastards. This is for all those fucks in suits out there fucking up your life and stealing all your money. It's called just because you got the power, that don't mean you got the right.
Times are hard and yet the future will 
I'm here. I am here. I am so fucking here. Do not fret. Do not fear. But I've just literally hot furred it back from the bird's nest in Deptford, where I've just seen friend of the show and school associate Arkwright in his guise as guitarist in Flame Pilots supporting Porcelain Hill. Hence, three songs back to back to back whilst I'm my way my way back to the state of the arc studio an 11 year old laptop on my dining room table with a decent wi-fi connection it works for me well it has to since the restraining order anyway you just heard in order motorhead the damned and the ramones with just because you got the power democracy and today your love tomorrow the world evening all uncle armitage here at the helm on the lookout for icebergs that I can sail straight into. Will I be going down with a ship? Certainly not, as I travel by train. That was the Michael Munro Band and Last Train from Tokyo, written by Rich Jones and Steve Conte. From there up and coming, brand spanking new album, One Man Gang. And it's not long now until it hits the real and virtual record shops and the tour to support it. Also, the Michael Munro Band are booked to play next year's Hard Rock Sleeves Festival in Sheffield over the uh, August Bank holiday weekend. Also included are the uh, likes of LA Guns, Choir Boys, uh, Gigi Pearl's Love Hate, Jet Boy, The Spangles and The Suicide Notes. With a ticket price for both days of only 30 quid, if you booked last weekend, I instructed the squirrel who was there for this year's to acquire me one, which he duly did. Uh, also, uh, next year, uh, making a rare UK appearance are Finland's Plastic Tears and close to home, Paradise Alley who have just released a brand new joint single called Class of 92. Now I've been a fan of both Plastic Tears and Paradise Alley not quite since their inception in 92 hence the title of the single uh, but probably towards the middle to late 90s, obviously 
I've not seen Plastic Tears live, but I have, for some unexplainable reason, never seen Paradise Alley either. Uh, something that will be remedied on the 27th at the Dublin Castle when they support Diamond Docks. Anyway, back in 1992, Grunge and Nirvana, along with Metallica's Black Album, had shifted rock music so far away from glam and airmail that no one was playing that kind of music anymore. If they were... They either didn't want to make any money or didn't give a flying fuck. Uh, me, I never understood that if you like this genre of music, you couldn't be seen to like another. Thrash, punk, metal, rock, glam, classical, all feature in my record collection. And I'm not ashamed of any of it. All have a story to tell. And I have more music to listen to and embrace. Obviously, Paradise Alley and the Plastic Tears decided to buck the trend and go with the, what they felt was right. Uh, as I said, Plastic Tears have finished with Paradise Alley flying the UK flag of convenience. Both didn't form independently, as frontman Steve Vincent and Bigu December have been friends since meeting at the Hellfire Club back in London in the spring of the aforementioned 1992. At the time, both singers were in the process of starting their respective bands, and with the joint love of Hanoi Rocks and the Lords of the New Church, saw them forge a friendship which lasts to this very day. Class of 92 is a proper combined band effort, with Vincent and December sharing vocal duties, whilst Echo from Plastic Tears supplies the thundering backbeat to Sammy, Jedge and... Ben from Paradise Alley's snaking rhythm and lead work. Both bands provide the football terrace chance to drive the hook home. The only question now is, which one of them is going to play it live next year in Sheffield? Yeah. 
Estonian garage rock merchants The Dead Furies have a new album out due on the 10th of October. Stay Gold will be the band's third album in as many years. Four if you count the live action album that was recorded in Tallinn of the 5th of April last year. On the strength of the Stay Gold Pony Boy single, the band have not dropped down a gear. And for those of you who want to know how the band thinks, the song was musically inspired by 70s Aerosmith, Faces, Rolling Stones and the Stooges, and lyrically by the S.E. Hinton novel, The Outsiders. to Rock Radio UK, home of the best in rock. Turn it up. Video games train the kids for war. Army chic in high fashion stores. Law and order has done their job. Business filled while the rich still rock. Assassination politics Violence rules within our nation's mist Belligerence is their power too
from the Dead Furies to this week's Covers Corner that came courtesy of, would you believe, David Hasselhoff and his version of the Lords of the New Church, Open Your Eyes, that features from the Stooges, would you believe it again, one James Williamson. Come on, I think we all have to admit it works. David's new album, which is also called Open Your Eyes, is due out on the 27th and is 12 songs of covers, 13 if you count the bonus CD track. The likes of Tracy Guns and Todd Rudgren also feature. I can't wait to hear David and Ministries take on Sweet Caroline. Thanks to Rich Jones for bringing this to my attention. Uh, we've had some new neighbours move in over the road from us. Uh, I only met her at the moment, but uh, I've seen him walking their dog up and down the road, supporting a Slayer t-shirt on Saturday and a download one on Sunday. They're going to fit right in with an ex-level 42 drummer, a couple of doors down from me, and Kevin Hayborn from Angel Witch's dad up the road. I tell you, it's a real-life stellar street. Talking of Angel Witch, the band have a brand spanking new album coming out on the 1st of November called Angel of Light. For a band who uh, pretty much has been going since 1980, uh, the new album is only their fifth. Quality over quantity, I think, is the phrase to use. If you nip over to the band's band campsite, you will find a whole plethora of wallet-reducing bundles to choose from. T-shirts, vinyl, back patches. It's all good. It's all there. And to get you in the spending mood, this is Don't Turn Your Back.
I've been to a few gigs this week, uh, tonight you already know about, that you'll hear all about on next week's show. Leading up to all of them, I had no pangs of anxiety, which obviously I'm well pleased about. Saturday, I went up to Nell's Jazz and Blues in West Kensington to see the Hollywood Brats' first UK date since they imploded on stage 45 years ago, almost to the day at the Nashville, which was literally across the road from Nell's, although it's now a sports pub. Uh, all the usual miscreants were in attendance, and as Tom from the Phobics points out in situations like this, you know everyone. And if not, they know you. Tom also showed me the finished artwork to the Phobics and New Album. Uh, remember a few weeks ago, I said that it was of uh, the foot of the stairs at Deptford Railway Station leading up to the platforms with a broken toilet in one corner? You do? Well, it's not that. And it's not self-titled. It's going to be called Burnt Rubber. He also very kindly sent me the whole of the album that producer Pat Collier had recently sent him. I'll tell you. It was in some weird format that you needed to download a specific player to hear. But succeed I did. And for your listening pleasure, I'm going to play you the song that I lent my backing vocal skills to. This is P-H-O-B-I-C-S. Correction to make. Last week, uh, I said that the Johnny Moped track Hiawatha was written by Dave and Fred Burke. It wasn't, as the real co-author, one Slimy Toad, pointed out to me, even though on the record label it says S. Toad and D. Burke. I misread it, and as Slimy pointed out, it's the other book, as in Fred, who he wrote it with. Toad music, Fred lyrics. Sorry, Slimy. Right, back to the uh, gig in hand. Up until I read Andrew Matheson's autobiography, Sick on You, the Hollywood brat music was unknown to me. I'd heard of them as the band that Casino Steel was in before the boys, taking a few of the songs with them along the way. I mean, as I said earlier, the band split up in 1974, and even though I had already started collecting records by then, my record shop of choice, Shows in West Wickermire Street, was averse to ordering an album in 1975 that had only been released in Norway from a seemingly obscure glam British band that had now split up on the off chance that a nine, going on ten-year-old kid, would be interested in it. Of course, the book changed all that with me buying both the Cherry Red 1994 self-titled reissue of Growing Up Wrong CD and then 2016's Sick On You, a double album. Although the Hollywood Bats formed in isolation from New York City. The parallels between them and the New York Dolls, the sounds and the look are undeniable. Listen to Zurich 17 and tell me that the Dolls wouldn't have been right at home playing it. Anyway, enough of the history and let's get on to the present. Only three of the original Hollywood brats are involved in this century's version. Andrew Matheson, Casino Steel and Ewan Brady with Lou Sparks and Wayne Manor replaced by Martin H. Sun and Kent Norberg from The Boys. And to add some extra oomph on guitar, Peter Perel from The Backstreet Girls. I know I pronounced it wrong. Uh, the, <laughs> the general consensus with the gig was going to go uh, one of two ways. A total car crash not only would kill all those inside the vehicle, but all the witnesses at the scene as well. Or the set would be jaw-droppingly amazing, with the song sounding as fresh and as urgent 
was when they had something to prove 45 years ago. Fortunately, it was the latter, as from the opening keyboard intro to uh, Tumble With Me, to the closing melee of Sick On You, bodily fluids were seen to be running down the walls, with a mass of exhausted bodies, both on and off the stage, begging for respite. Even Bob Geldof was invited to join in with the kinks I Need You. The thing that I wasn't expecting was the airing of a new song that is now available to stream, and no doubt download, in the shape and form of Vampire Nazi. Tamps a couple of days later at the Underworld to see Enough's Enough with the last Great Dreamers opening proceedings. I've often found Monday night gigs to be rather quiet affairs and with this year's Hard Rock Sleaze Doodah finishing less than 24 hours earlier, Camden was even more subdued than usual. So much so that waiting for the last Great Dreamers, who were for this outing billed as three Great Dreamers as vocalist Mark Valentin was unavailable, I felt I was in that bad news scene where Dawn French is just shouting for the band along with the one man and his dog. Fortunately, 
at the slightly later than advertised time, because the opening band never showed up, the party faithful made sure that the band had an audience to play and sing along to. I've said it before, but I do enjoy unusual band workings with slider now on vocal duties as well as guitar rick and tim certainly took the opportunity to play some more of their obscure tracks as well as fan favorites i was especially pleased as crash landing in teenage heaven kicked off their set misunderstood and oblivion kids were the other highlights for me was mark missed yeah of course he was but as i said i like different Enough's Enough Play Live was as Monday at the Underworld, but uh, in March 2017. And to be honest, uh, I didn't really enjoy it. Johnny Monaco had left to briefly play in LA Guns. Mind you, I think everybody has briefly played in LA Guns. Uh, with Chips taking on soul vocal duties as well as, uh, of course, playing bass. But I just didn't get it. So much so when the band played over here last year at the lounge, I didn't go which was the first time I've missed seeing them, well, since records began, I think. And uh, I didn't dig last year's Diamond Boy. Although, having said that, it has subsequently uh, grown on me. Uh, Things got interesting again for me after guitarist Tony Minnell left earlier this year to be replaced at, like, a day's notice by original Enough's Enough guitarist Alex Kane, who last played with them back in 1989, when Enough was still spelled correctly. Enough's Enough were always the ultimate hybrid of the Beatles and Cheap Trick. Even more so these days, with Chip actually looking like John Lennon pretending to be Robin Zander. Or is that Robin Zander pretending to be John Lennon? Anyway, the glammy hair days of MTV are well in the past, with Alex looking like a cross between a guitar-playing Beetlejuice and Doc Brown from Back to the Future. Tori Strofagan is the epitome of cool as the man in black. And if he hasn't got a guitar in his hand, it's a bottle of red wine. With drummer Daniel B. Hill holding things all together. It was a shame there wasn't more of a turnout to witness how good a show these four, you know, the four of them put on. With the start time of 9.30, I thought things would be all over. An hour later, come 11 o'clock, 
The band's tour manager was begging them to finish so they could make the drive up to Edinburgh for the next night's gig. A superb start of the week. And in actual fact, Rock Radio UK listeners, indeed a superb way to end it. Until next week, take it easy.
Well, it looks like I cocked up the timings as I have a minute or so left, and it was going oh so well. Uh, I guess this gives me an excuse to play a Chuck Norris experiment shortcut. Take it easy again. I've been picking up the pieces. Pick it up, pick it up, yeah, yeah. Never rest, we get to please us. Pick it up, pick it up. 